Guys, you are just going to be floored by the story on this podcast. I know I've said that for many other guests, but literally I've known this guy my whole life, right? He's my cousin, as you can tell in the title, and he's older than me, so I've literally known him all my life. And I kind of knew the situation that he had finished college debt-free with great scholarship, you know, opportunities. But I'm just amazed at how much went into this and how God really provided. But the clincher, first of all, Stevie, I love you, man. I love how you calculated it out for me. $55,000 in college scholarships that took you through college, but not only with tuition and such, but books, gas money, food money, and you didn't have to work. You just didn't have to work. And and you guys will hear at the end of this when he got a an internship towards the end of his college career, right? He was able to just save his entire income from that internship. He's an engineer, so engineering interns, they make some good money. Other interns tend to not as much. But he was able to 100% save and invest his income from that internship because he was still living on his scholarships. And he earned the real clincher is $55,000 in college scholarships from four recycled essays. Now, that's huge. So I've mentioned before you can reuse essays. Um, scholarships, you know, just make it personal each time. You're not plagiarizing. It's not a someone else's, I mean, don't use someone else's essay, but it's your own, you know, and it, it's just amazing. He generally used the same ones and got all of this money. You're not going to want to miss what he laid out as well. Basically, I didn't even ask him too many questions. I just kind of let him run this whole podcast and he even laid out various points for you guys to take away, which I will also list down in the description so that you can go back and hear the clear points. Because, I mean, listen, if you guys want Steven on again, go and post in the Facebook group, okay? (laughs) Uh, Under the Christian College Girl community on Facebook, because we're definitely going to have him on to interview again. So come along. Welcome my cousin Steven to the podcast. Let's get it. Hey girl, welcome to Money and Mental Peace, a podcast for Christian college girls wanting to graduate debt-free. Do you procrastinate on homework while Googling easy scholarships and money for college because you're drowning in debt and student loans? Afraid you'll never have enough time and motivation to find ways to pay for college when you don't even have enough time to sleep or have a social life? I'm Kara. I too was a stressed college student and overachiever looking for money and mental peace. I wondered if there were other ways to pay for college, and I wished for a clear direction on how to do it. I wanted an easier way to fund college with less anxiety, but I kept telling myself I had no idea what to do, thought I wasn't finished in school fast enough, and thought I would never have enough money. Until some scholarships and rare school hacks got me through debt-free, and I can show you how to do this as well. In this podcast, you'll find mental peace, answers for your future, and enough money to kill it at college. So grab your cold brew and TI-89 and enroll in the most stress-free and debt-free class that you've ever attended. This is Money and Mental Peace. Hey guys, before we get started, I just wanted to do a quick disclaimer. Whoever I'm having on to interview next, I'm so glad that you'll get to hear all this great stuff they have to say. However, I want to clarify that all the opinions expressed in this interview are not necessarily mine, meaning um, if you also you go 
choose to listen to the podcast or YouTube channel of whoever I'm interviewing. I am not necessarily agreeing with all their views or opinions. I just wanted to clarify that because you always need to pray and use discernment with who you listen to. Obviously, with listening to me as well, you need to do that. Um, Reason being, I had connected with another Christian podcaster, and it turns out she had a lot of more new age beliefs, and I hadn't realized that at the time. So I just wanted to clarify that um, we're dis- whatever we're discussing in this episode is just what we're discussing, and I'm not sure all of this person's opinions on other areas of life, and just to please, please use discernment and pray over if you should listen to them and their content, and if you should listen to me too. It applies to everyone. Thanks so much, guys. Let's get in it. Hey guys, I'm back with my cousin, actually, my cousin Steven, who it's so cool. I love to actually, Steven, you don't know this, but I tell people regularly, yeah, my cousin works at NASA, so it's pretty cool. Um, um, but my cousin Steven, who did some crazy cool things with graduating from college and I'm um, getting much of scholarships, how he paid for scholar, um, college. So Steven, hi, welcome. And can you kind of give me this just mini bio about you, and then we'll dig deeper into your story. Oh, sure. Hey, Kara. Uh, hey. It's nice to be on. I would like to say a long-time listener, first time being interviewed, right? <laughs> <laughs> first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, um, obviously I'm your cousin, uh, but I'm about four years older than you, so I kind of experienced this right before you uh, started experiencing it. And so just to give, like you said, I I work at NASA. It's kind of my dream job. So working backwards, um, I can help tell a little bit um, about where I got from there and all that stuff. But and then a lot, what you were interested in was about focusing on scholarships and stuff. But some things that stand out for me, I have five five boys, and one more is on the way next year early. So we don't know boy or girl yet so we'll see i was gonna say do you know it's another boy (laughs) we know it's just one we saw the ultrasound so we're like it's just gonna be twins but yeah so that's something really unique and uh yeah and have my dream job at nasa as electrical engineer controls engineer and uh i went uh grew up in vegas um and at unlv so university of nevada las vegas is where i went to college and yeah i i i did get a full ride um basic tuition paid for everything and then as we we can talk about it but also my food gas cell phone and things like that all through scholarships so yeah i was definitely blessed by god you know i feel like i've never actually heard this story in its entirety so i'm excited for it because i hadn't realized that this was also like food and whatever else coverage so i'm excited for this but yeah let me acknowledge guys He's got a bunch of adorable little boys, and we all hung out the 4th of July, and hey, they they handled the fireworks better this year. Let's just say that. Um, But love your kiddos, and he knows all of this stuff, and engineer at NASA. Like, I mean, he's he's already imagined. We've talked already about his kids in college, but don't worry. It's not time yet. Don't worry. (laughs) They got to learn to drive first. But um, so we went and visited NASA at one point, and all of it was pretty amazing, but I remember that you showed us like the the Mars rover and like the moon sand they would use to practice on it, which is just crazy cool. 
Yeah, um, we said that's where they filmed uh, Landed on the Moon, right? Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> a whole big room with uh, lots of sand in there. Lots of sand. <laughs> so cool, so cool. Um, also, he used to work at Hoover Dam, and we got a big, in-depth, like, tour. Like, that was one of the coolest things. I don't think many people get a tour that deep. We went to the Bat Cave. Remember, you made me go oh, first? Yeah. But yes. I said I would go first. There's a lot of bats <laughs> down there. Okay. Um. So, Stephen, can you kind of give us your journey, your story? And I, I'm kind of just going to give you free reign, <laughs> but I might interject a question or a clarifying point here or there. But I think starting at some point in high school when you were looking into this, you know, and, and deciding engineer and how you not only got... I mean, tuition paid for, but all the other stuff, it's just really amazing. And so um, I'm going to give you the, give you the mic. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Interrupt me anytime. Uh, but yeah, it's a wonderful story. Like I said, God's hand is in everything I could see through my journey, but like we said, you already pointed out a couple things that right there is why I wanted to become an engineer kind of always you, we can control things that, you know, that seem amazing or magical, especially even electrical engineering. So even growing up as a child, you know, I was always interested in things, even simple as a pen, taking it apart. I liked taking it, learning how stuff worked. And as you know, our family is full of teachers. I don't even know if we have an engineer in the family. Uh, my parents always joked they thought an engineer was who drives the trains. Um, so <laughs> I don't even think they knew his career. But <laughs> I did I think like... about teaching, too. And then I don't think there's another entrepreneur, really, in the family. <laughs> That's right. I mean, Uncle Mike's a, an accountant, so I guess there's some numbers there. Yeah, we yeah, kind of share yeah. with that, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so I've always had an interest in math and science. Um, and like I said, I didn't even know engineering existed. So it was in 10th grade. My, uh, was it? Yeah, 10th grade in my physics class, uh, my teacher had gone to UNLV for engineering. And so he brought someone in from the college who's basically like a recruiter for the College of Engineering there. He went over the different types, uh, civil, mechanical, electrical, and we even have, because we're in Vegas, it's entertainment engineer. So they're like with all the backstages and all that stuff for like Circus Olay and things like that. But I was just, yeah, blown away. I'd never known there was this career out here because I'm like, man, this sounds fun. You know, I can do a career that I, I like, but it, it was just neat and hearing about the different backgrounds of it. So that kind of planted the seed. I was in the next to me from class was my friend Michael, and we actually went through college together. He was a mechanical engineer. And met and I him, was right? Did I walk yes. with him at your wedding? Yes. Yeah. He yes. was, I don't know if you paired up or not. You probably were. I, I think, think so. Yeah. And I got yep. them all to go up and dance at the reception. That and was his fun. is really cool. He's actually a, like a test flight test engineer um, for the Navy. He did like Marine One and different cool. testing uh, things. So, yeah. Uh, but, yep, yep. So that was a sophomore year. Uh, and then kind of going in through, let's see, so senior year. Uh, so right there, I kind of knew I wanted to do engineering. Uh, and really, I really liked UNLV. I think it's senior year, uh, like the first semester, they had a tour I could do at the College of Engineering. I was blown away by it all. And you could see they were building this new uh, building for research and everything. So it was like upcoming. I knew in like a few years, they'd even be more engineering and everything like that. So really liked UNLV, applied for the school. But uh, biggest trip, um, and I don't want to spend too much on it, but uh, getting scholarships, uh, at the one I did, the ACT and SAT, 
I took those and I didn't know there was, you know, I did okay on them, but I didn't know if I would gotten a certain score because my GPA was so good. If I would have gotten just a little bit higher, I would have gotten from the College of Engineering and the Honors College because I applied there like a full ride. So Michael ended up getting that whole thing wow. from the UNLV. And then I was all bummed, uh, but it ended up working out, finding out these different ones. I went and talked to my counselor. And the first key point I wanted to say is local scholarships. And I know you've talked about that, but this it was called the Public Education Foundation. And it was in Nevada, but you talk to your counselors in high school, if you're still in high school, and they they pointed me to it. And it was a foundation that had a whole bunch of scholarships people do, but just for seniors coming out. So I got a whole list of them from there and other lists and just started applying to all these different scholarships. I knew I was doing engineering and uh, I've talked, I think you've talked about as well, you can reuse those same essays. So a lot of it was why you want to be an engineer or why you want to do this for a career. Um, another one is why you want to go to college. And so I had like those two essays, had my mom help rev like read through it, proofread it. And we, we had it down pretty good. You could edit it. You make it personalized for each scholarship, like the beginning paragraph or something like that. Yeah, you can adjust uh, points, but like it's so much faster than people know. Like you oh, can yeah. apply for a ton of scholarships fast if you recycle it. Yes. And so I applied for, I'd say like 12 or 15 coming out and I just wanted to point some out and then we can go into, I know a big thing was cool about continuing to get scholarships, but uh, just a broad overview of what I had for the cost to attend school. So engineering the track record for doing it in four years was like insane. Like your junior and senior year would have been 18 credits for engineering. It was, uh, <laughs> I mean, even if any other major, that's hard, but then engineering, we had one credit classes that were labs that were three hours and we'd take more time for that. So I knew I was going to probably most likely do five uh, years. So 10 semesters and uh, the price at UNLV again, nice going into a state school. Back then, it was uh, about 2500 a semester at average, um, depending on what my credits were. So multiply by 10 semesters, was $25,000. And then I did four summers, about $1,000 each. So came to around 29000 And then books were 500 times a semester, so around 5000 So I had a total of 34000 for tuition, books. And I was going to live at home. So I knew that. So that kind of had the number. And now looking back here with what I got from as a senior, and I was valedictorian, which was very nice, helpful for the day they asked for. I GPAs remember and, you. Uh, um, yeah. Where did you do your speech? I, was it at the one of the stadiums? It was in New Orleans, I think. OK. All right. At one of yeah, the they yeah. had a stadium. They have they perform like Toby Max performed there and stuff. And nice. That's so like a different. Yeah, I was out. Food. I was at. If you're wondering, guys, I was out at his graduation in Vegas. That's when you got the kitties too. Oh I yeah, remember that. Yep. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was a, that was a cool. He had this huge class, and I was like, I had oh, like yeah. six people in my class. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like 350 or 400 uh, students. Yeah, and then yeah. I think we had like four valedictorians and four salutatorians because we all tied at 4.8 GPA. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. So, but it's yeah, a crazy so, GPA, dude. <laughs> but a lot of those, there was one, uh, it was called AGC, which was associate general contractors. And it was talking about construction. And I remember when I looked at it, I'm like, well, I know I'm going to be engineering, but I don't know if I'm going in construction, but you know, I talked to my mom and we kind of like, well, yeah, it's still, it's going to be related to construction. What, you know, I, and, uh, so I applied for that one. 
It was a $12,000 scholarship. Wow. Uh, they only gave one a semester, one a year, I think, and they would give me – they split it down over the course of four years. Um, they would pay it, uh, so what was it, 3000 a year, I think. And I ended up winning that one. I, I, wow. I got to interview. And that was the other thing is practice interviews. It's similar to a job interview, dress up, all this stuff. So a lot of these, what I won were interviews. But yeah, just going Can I actually through. pause you there? That's actually sure. a good point. Um, a lot of scholarships do have interviews if it's local. But nowadays it might be, you know, maybe virtual because we can do that more. Um, but also, like, one of the scholarships I got was an audition because it was choir but there are a ton of scholarships that you never see the people so anyone out there listening who is wondering about that because i haven't talked about interview um stuff for scholarships much recently just kind of mention that expound on that maybe a little bit more was it did you have to go to the school so in almost all these like i said that i went to so a lot of them with that public education foundation they had it they had a facility so anyone who wanted to give a scholarship and went through them, they were able to do interviews right at their facility. So I got called back. There was a couple I was finalist for. I know I was very close to. But again, it's like a job interview. Uh, the biggest thing you want to do is show interest. I would always make sure I'd ask because it's like in a memory of someone, a lot of the scholarships and say, after you're at the very end, they have any questions. You say, yeah, I was wondering, I noticed the scholarship was in the name of someone can you, uh, I'd like to know who this was. And, and then when uh, they explained cool. it, uh, one of them was, you know, the same situation where I had a friend I lost who played tennis, got in a car accident. Theirs was in memory of someone who was played tennis. And I don't know if it was a car accident, but they had died early from something uh, right out of high school. So they were basically using that money they would pay for her for college to give to someone. And so I just said, you know, it'd be an honor if I won this scholarship. You know, and it's all with sincerity. It's true. But I was really, truly interested in yeah. what these were for. I mean, it was the parents who were part of the, you know, the board. And, and then uh, it's a yep. personal so, touch. That's such a good way to ask after something. When it, even a job interview, if somebody says, do you have any questions? It's great to have a yes. question. It shows interest. That's where you can look at a lot of anything for a job interview kind of applies for the scholarship interview, to be honest. They, just, they really want to know. we're giving you this money the other one is we're giving you a job right but we want to know will this help you and so a big question they would ask is um you you know would they would this money uh help or you know why why do you need this money and a lot of things were with the fafsa our case was unique where are we made enough money but my mom was sick terminal later the fafsa doesn't ask anything about that what goes to medical costs, and then she was using alternative medicines, massage therapy, all these different things that aren't reflective in my parents' income. Right. So, but they don't have that available. You know what number it's they not throw out insurance. each year? It's like yeah. you can twenty thousand a year they could cover for. And it's like no. When you look at the numbers practically, it's like so. That's what I would bring up in those. And then also it was actually where I didn't get anything from UNLV, where it wasn't automatic, like my friend Michael. And so I would tell them, no, I didn't get anything from the school. And they were just amazed I didn't get anything from it. But that's in those scholarships or in the interviews. That's where a lot of, you know, it's a personal touch. They basically say, "Do are you nice? Are you humble? Um, things like that. And a lot from a job interview applies to scholarships. Yeah. So I like I, how you mentioned, sorry, I like how you mentioned financial need because financial need is not just 
the estimated family contribution. Financial need is other things like your parents make too much but don't have enough in this other way. You know, you can right. expound so, upon that more. Well, and, and that's where like FAFSA, it's kind of, yeah, I know they try to get a number, but it doesn't touch on those different things. So, yeah, and, and as well as I told them it would allow me not to have to work so I could focus on school, you know. I already said I worked real hard and all these other things. But, yeah, I'm looking at the list of those. And for coming out with those local scholarships, I think almost all of them were interviews except for smaller. Like if it was above 2000, um, that would that's what it was. Um, Good point. They want to know more. But I even applied. I really made them personal. Like I said, even if I use the same essay, that first uh, paragraph or at the end, to say this is how I would take – and it, it's the same as like a resume. You always want to do personalize uh, – at the top, you know, don't just say it's to get a job. You say, I want to get a job at this, in this position at this company. And it just takes a couple minutes, but it shows you're taking the time and not just copy and pasting. So one that really stood out too was it was someone who was a dancer, um, their career. And, uh, is in, uh, I think it was a memory of her husband or something, but, uh, but yeah, I wrote a really, um, essay targeted for that. And I ended up winning it. I, you know, I wasn't even doing, anything dancing related or stuff but i guess yeah just personal in the essays uh she liked it and i won it or you know but yeah so cool. just just overall i ended up being blessed i got thirty four thousand dollars from scholarships outside of unlv uh so that if it if i'm doing my math right at least with the rounding that was the same price as what attendance and books were so basically wow. at the time looking at it because I still needed food and gas. I wasn't working. So I said, well, that gets me three years out of the five, if I include food and gas, or now looking back, it's that paid for all my tuition and books. So then we fast forward to school. And I know you've touched upon it about not just the school website. So you got to do the FAFSA. There's a one for the school scholarship. And then I had the, I was a part of the honors college and I applied for that. There's they more, had an honors yeah. college scholarship application. Then the college of engineering had a scholarship application. If you were going to minor in anything, say you're going to minor in math, they might have mathematics or whatever your minor is. Look at that. And they have, it's on, mine's a huge university. It was 26,000 kids um, attending at the time I was there. It's probably bigger now. Uh, so it's huge. So they have, in the call in the university itself, individual colleges, business college, any of those, ask around. And I like what you said is just keep being pushy. I, I know I asked with um, the honor scholarship um, when my friend got. I kept asking different questions. How did I get it? Can I retake the ACT right now to get it? You know, I kept trying to push it to see that. Um, but so what? Once I started school, I kept looking and I applied for those. And what was cool too is another tip I wanted to say is look at your emails from your schools. Um, I had to talk to a lot of kids and they, I would take even just 30 minutes and scan through them, delete, delete but then I find, oh, this is a scholarship. It's, it's, you know, it's a week to apply outside of the normal time. And that's actually, I wanted to point out one big one is, what was it? My sophomore year, no, junior year of college, there was a NASA grant. Um, so it's called the Nevada NASA grant. They wanted someone who's going into aeronautics space. And even at that time, I didn't know I was going to go in that, but I was doing a STEM field. So they said the science, technology, yeah. engineering. If it's related at all, right? Yes. Yeah. And, and, and you can, and again, it's not to be, well, and you said about it, not everyone applies for it, but I used, I was able to use the same essay that I used 
for everything and then fix it up. And this was three years into school. And that actually gave me $2,500 for two semesters. I applied for that. Then it came open again. I'm like, I don't know if I'll get it again because they might give it somewhere else. I applied again and I got it for a third semester. So three wow. semesters, if you remember back in there, that was my tuition for each semester with 2500 and they were given 2500 a semester. So that one was cool. And that one is really neat because they still track me now. Every year they want to track to see if I got into a field. So when I worked at Hoover Dam, I could say, yeah, I'm in a STEM field. And then when I got a job at NASA, I can say, yep, now I'm in NASA. And they, I'm sure they love that. They saw that the grant did wow. what it was they were intending to do. So it, it's cool each year when I say, yep, I'm, I got a job at NASA. <laughs> it's cool filling out the survey for that. And I think they tracked that for 30 years or my career. Wow. Uh, so and then the other one was also look out for if you have parents who are in unions. That was one when I was entering school, my dad had, uh, he had two unions actually. So it was a local one in the state and I applied for those. It was for incoming freshmen. I won that. And then about, it was my very last semester. They opened it up because they weren't getting enough applicants for people who are graduating high school to anyone who's in college. So it was like towards the very end, I think I had two more months left of school and I applied for it. I applied for it and, and I won it. So I was like, I won that one twice. So it was $1,000 helped me get through the end of school. And <laughs> so it, it's things like that. Just keep your ears perked. Because even like mine, I'm looking at work. I'm like, oh, my work has a scholarship. A lot of companies, their parents, it's for their kids. And that's one where it's very specific because you got to be working mm-hmm. at that job. And then they have to have kids the age of college age or graduating. Basically, probably NASA is going to help put your kids through college eventually. <laughs> Maybe. <I know>. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what's exciting, I know you've had other people on there about, I'd love to do like with Dave Rams, you know, at the end of your life, I'm going to love giving scholarships back because like they helped me set up so early in life. Uh, but yeah, so basically, like I said, entering high or college was paid for tuition and books. Then, uh, Looking back now at everything that was covered, I because I bought my own food when I was on campus or when I brought my lunch, I would pay my parents the supplies for the lunch, the groceries, and then I would still keep that if I had extra money. But then I also bought a tank of gas a week was $45 back then. Now it's probably 60 bucks, but yeah, but uh, everyone listen, he had a lot to drive around Vegas. It's a good chunk of time. Oh, it's not yeah. just like the community college that's down the road. Well, you. Yes, exactly. It's and it, that was really good at commuting, but I would have to spend the whole day there. So it was, if during rush hour it was like 10 to, well, no. So like six in the morning to nine, you don't want to drive anywhere that time where it'd be double or triple the time. And then like 4.30 to 6.30. So I would usually go to the library and study instead of being in the car for 30, 45 extra minutes and get home hour and 15 minutes. Wow. I'd get there a half an hour. But I was able to focus that time and do work, and then I had a shorter drive and uh, just go to the library. They have those quiet rooms and stuff like that. But, yes, commuting, too, was uh, staying at home. But, yeah, so calculating that out was the food and tank uh, of gas. Over the five years, I counted about $10,000 for each of those, and then I had my cell phone I paid for, all from scholarships. Wow. So I had a total cost of 21000 
and then what I got in scholarships during school was 22,500. So that extra 1500 paid for like maintenance, car maintenance even. So, or I got a computer laptop, but, and then sometimes engineering books would be higher. So overall it averaged out, it really basically broke even. And then uh, my senior year, I also got that internship at Hoover Dam. So what I was able to do with that is basically, there was times when I would put in my 401k 100% of my salary and starting wow. up my retirement because I already had college prepped. And so I was, you know, putting it in there and uh, I was able to start at 22 already saving for college because I didn't have to worry about student loans. You mean retirement. Or exactly. Sorry. Yeah, retirement. <laughs> yeah. Steven, yep. you are my inspiration, even though I also <laughs> did it and talked with you somewhat then, but like not as much, you know, I love that. So basically can, um, you were doing a few different numbers there and, yes. um, I was a math minor, but I tell you what, it's the end of a Monday night and I lifted weights today. I am tired. So I didn't calculate all of that. What did that add up to that you had gotten so my total, for everything, even I'll for like your cell two. phone and everything? Yeah. So school or tuition books and you know all the miscellaneous was total of 34,000 and then with food gas cell phone was 21,000 so that's a total of $55,000 I got in scholarships uh, well actually no I got 1500 more than that so yeah $56,500 Wow. Um, so Dude. a little bit extra. That, that's going to be in the title of this. I was going to make someone push on this, you know, <laughs> click on this so that they can listen. That's why I needed And again, numbers. it was nothing really from the school at first. So, but I did get stuff when I applied each year for the four years after that. I got about 2500 each year from the engineering college and then about $1,000 from Hunter's College. So, But the big thing is like that you did all of that with not mainly from the school and yes. not working. Right. Like, cause then, cause then you And then when I did get a job, then it was all just put toward retirement cause I had everything paid for. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So again, like I said, a couple takeaways of what I would say from all that. And I know hopefully it was interesting, but apply to local scholarships, you know, and the same with targeted emails from when you're in school any of those, that's actually even how I got the job at Hoover Dam. They, they post them in there. So, you know, be on the lookout for some of those reuse essays, but make them personalized. So don't just copy and paste, take the time for the intro and conclusion, you know, basically to target that and then prep and be ready for interviews. Don't let them scare you. You can practice with someone, your friend, family member, anything like that, just like a job interview. And it'll actually help you for job interviews. And if you can learn just to relax, but I dressed up everything like that. So, and then apply to those scholarships, the ones that are specific to the school. You know, if you're going engineering business, any of those ask around and say, is there a general scholarship? And a lot of times I found out because like I said, the FAFSA didn't help us, but the FAFSA was required to be filled out. They didn't care if you made $500,000 and it was just academically based. If you didn't fill out the FAFSA, they wouldn't give you yeah. the academic scholarships. Yeah. So you a lot of people think, FAFSA, oh, yeah. I won't I won't qualify. And then you would be – and then the other thing I talked to a lot of friends in school who had great grades is the other thing is think about when you apply for the scholarships as you're paying yourself. So if you win of it – because I talked to someone. I'm like, it only takes two hours at most to apply for this. 
and I could win, I could get a thousand dollars in scholarship. I said that's five hundred dollars an hour, but a lot of my friends who were smart, who were busy in school, didn't want to take that time, and the ones I did end up winning a lot of them. And uh, so, like I said, don't think of it as, I mean, think of it as work, and that's your job. So you're you're paying yourself if you win, even just a certain percentage of them. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. And so, were did you tell your friends, and they were like surprised that you actually got it, or or that not that they didn't I, I would tell them, and I, mean, I told but... them I told them how to do it, and they just you know, and it's it's kind of similar. What I find about now is some people don't even want to think about retirement or things like that. I'm like, it's really easy, and it's really you know, maybe they didn't believe it, or they just didn't want to put the work in. Mm-hmm. The essays do turn a lot of people off, but like I said, you could even have your English teacher in high school have it ready, and then just keep adding to that and focusing it on those. So it, it's funny because it was all a lot of, I know a lot of engineers, it's tough for them writing essays and that's not their forte, but that's how you win a lot of the scholarships. But mm-hmm. I'd say overall, I used probably three or four essays the whole time, all those scholarships I applied for. And I, you know, I edited it up a little bit, but probably have half an hour to fix it. I need to do so. I'm, my mind, I mean, first of all, I'm amazed at this, <clears throat> at the story. I mean, I've kind of known, but not gone through the whole story with mm-hmm. you. But secondly, I'm just imagining what I'm going to do for the title of this. Basically, you got like $55,000 on the back of like four essays. Like it's <laughs> in <laughs> essence, you know, that's crazy. And guys, if you noticed, I didn't list any questions. I just let him tell a story. And he basically gave me a whole uh, podcast <laughs> just uh, yeah. from that because you listed each of those takeaways. So definitely, yeah. guys, I love these takeaways like um, initiating, checking, uh, reusing uh, essays, checking different places at your school, like all of the things that it really is possible. And the fact that he didn't, Stephen, you didn't get the majority and in initially from your school shows that there are other options. So I actually applied for scholarships with essays, but mine's a little different. I didn't get, I didn't get awarded any scholarships that I applied with essays. So I didn't get any essay scholarships awarded until like my last year and a half or something of college. And that doesn't mean don't do it. It also for you, like doesn't mean don't look at your school stuff, but just that it is possible to do it outside of your school. Right. And then again, a lot of them were interviews too. So yeah, that gets you kind of, I thought of the essay as like your resume to get your foot in the door to the interview. And uh, yeah. And yep, exactly. Dude. Well, (laughs) um, I think I need to upgrade to the next level of zoom because apparently I only have three minutes left. I didn't realize I was on a 40 minute zoom thing. So, but that's a pretty good amount of time. I feel like if it's much, much longer, it'd be a long podcast. episode. Yeah. To help you stay concise, right? You're like, all right, wrap it up is what they're saying. Yeah. Can you, can you summarize if there's any other point you want to make or encouragement that you want to give to these students in this last, maybe like two minutes? Um, Yeah. And and what I can say is, as you can say, we, we talked about at the beginning was, uh, it was just my passion was engineering. And I think a lot of it came through the essays and interviews. They could see, you know, my face brightens up when I talk about this stuff. Even now, I love talking about my job. And anyone asks, I say, I found my dream job. So I, I know that passion can shine through if you find something what you like. But I'd also recommend a book. It's called uh, What Color Is Your Parachute? Um, and so I don't know if you heard it. There's been different your, editions. Um, your mom told me about that yeah, years ago yeah. when I was going through stuff. 
for and there's different money. things of for what people like for career. There might be job security. It might be salary. You might you might want to work less hours. You might want more vacation. But reading that book, and I think there's some different ones that help find your focus of what you want. I ended up getting a uh, government job where I love it secure to help for my family, and you know it's so consistent. Kids. And I know stuff has a lot of paperwork sometimes, but it's just part of being in the system. I know I know I can find the rules and post it right to them and say, nope, this bylaw section 3.5 says this. And they're like, oh, you're right. <laughs> and so I just love that kind of thing. So that's that's the big takeaway I'd say is show your passion through if you can find it. And uh, yeah, I think it shines through when you apply for these scholarships. I love that. I love that. It's such an inspiring story. Guys, this is my cousin, Stephen. NASA engineer, um, all the cool things, father of six to be like so much that he does. And he has his dream job and he had no debt out of college and starting into retirement and all the things. So he's just someone to emulate. I really thank you for coming on, Stephen. And guys, until next time, we'll keep having some advice and some interviews, guest interviews to help you have enough money and mental peace for college. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. Guys, if you loved, loved that episode, could you go ahead over into the Christian College Girl community on Facebook, Facebook, not Facebook, Go and join that. There are a few questions we'll have you answer just to know what your situation is if you're in college and such. And um, I would love for you to post three emojis on how inspired this episode makes you feel. And also let us know you listened to episode 92 about how my cousin earned $55,000 in college scholarships from four recycled essays. So go ahead and show some crazy cool emojis, three of them, if you please, over in the Facebook group. Again, that is the Christian College Girl Community. If you're a dude listening, we welcome you as well. As you can tell, I had my male cousin on the show. It's just I generally talk to who I was several years ago. And so I'm a girl. (laughs) So we would love to have anybody come on over to the Christian College Girl community on Facebook. Let us know how much you loved Steven's episode and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Hey girl. Okay. So before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories and tag me. Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers, Kara.